Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 386 of the podcast Nintendo World Report Connectivity. I'm your host, Neil Rodahan, and today we are going to talk about Mario. But first, let me introduce the panel. We have John Raritan. Howdy, everybody. That was a very professional intro. <laughs> Alex DeFreitas. I played Shadow of the Colossus and I beat it. I got almost no sleep. Did, did you just play it straight? Like, no breaks? Only way uh, to play all gas, no breaks? No, I did the last eight colossi. I, I, was, I was in the voice call when he finished it. That was 3 a.m. for him. <laughs> <laughs> that means it was 4 a.m. for you, Matt. So. Sure was. You're right. Uh, Matt Zawadiak is uh, Hello. up the panel. That's me. Before we talk about Mario, uh, we're going we're gonna to try something, something new here at Connectivity. Um, give us feedback as if you like it or not, and maybe have some listener mail in that feedback as well to connectivity at nintendoreport.com. We like listener mail. We'll respond to it, except for that one that uh, Lemonade sent us about a playdate that I'm still still working on. Oh, shoot. Did we never respond to that? We like mentioned it, but then I I didn't. Yeah. Um, Oh, at my desk. I I need to go play more playdate games, but uh, so we're going to try an idea for new stories of um, being, I guess, I guess raw and commenting on why it's dumb and why it might be a bad thing, but also then explaining why X company did Y thing uh, to start. So Konami released the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1, threatening that there will be a Volume 2 at some point. Yeah, for, for the first time ever, uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, yeah, that only ever came out on PS3, right? Yep, it has never been re-released in any form. That will port smoothly to other things. <laughs> imagine imagine if after this, they just do Volume 3 and it's every other game but Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> just skip it. <laughs> <laughs> but so so this is uh, putting all of the for, the... for the first time, a lot of these, or at least the first time in their original forms, because we got like, Metal Gear Solid 3D and Twin Snakes, but the collections Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3, as well as a bunch of bonus features, and I think this is a this is a Switch exclusive spot uh part is the the NES and MSX games, um, which are you know Metal Gear 1 and 2 and Snakes Revenge and stuff like that. That particular detail I don't actually know if it's exclusive exclusive. I, I think I, about I it. I think I think it is. I, I want to say at least what, the NES games are. The MSX games might be on both, but I, yeah, I want to say at yeah. least the NES versions. I think those are, are the only games that are on the card. Like you have to download. Well, well else. it, it is. It mm-hmm. is the two NES games and the two MSX games are on the card. Um, the other three games, uh, which I believe, according to the eShop, I think they're collectively in the ballpark of like twenty to thirty gigs. So, is this? uh hilarious hilariously bad yes it is uh the fact that you buy this 60 dollar game and you only get access to ostensibly the four bonus things <laughs> as opposed to the games that you were buying it for this is not the first time something like this has happened i know there was a uh, the spyro collection yep. i think only had the first spyro game on it uh, there's there's a number of examples. That's just the one that came to mind. So it's not like Konami's the only company that's ever done this. But before we laugh at their plight, here is why they probably were in this situation. So the Nintendo Switch cartridges cartridges are already more expensive than discs. They are a thing that are not as commonly made. They required 
you know, more special parts than just like, here's a Blu-ray disc, put, put some data on it. So there are different size cartridges. We've got, I, I believe, I think there might even be like a one or a two gigger, but I, I know for a fact there's like a four gig, there's an eight gig, there's a 16 gig, there's a 32 gig cart. The 32 gig cart, from what I have heard and what you can probably ascertain by looking at how many games are in a 32 gig cart, I think there's like two of them. It is prohibitively expensive to put your game on a 32 gig cart. It is a lot cheaper going down. Like the four and the eight gig carts are relatively inexpensive. 16 gig, I think, are, you know, maybe a little bit more affordable, but still, like that is a higher cost than if you had a four or an eight gig card. And and people sure were totally cool with it when Tears of the Kingdom uh, had to be more expensive. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, like that is the reality of Tears of the Kingdom being sixty nine ninety nine instead of fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, you can point to the fact that Tears of the Kingdom was on a thirty two gig card. Here is my one. I mean, obviously, like I don't like this in general. My one uh minor complaint with even if they are using a small card i mean they are using a small card but uh the first metal gear solid is half a gig like you can fit that on there (laughs) like i mean i I get the ps2 games but like you can fit a ps1 game on there alongside two nes games i guess the question is whatever whatever emulator it's running in how big is that yeah, it, it has to probably be. still not that big. Yeah, it just yeah, I'm just thinking like PS1 games are tiny. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to see if there's a list of as well while while Neil's digging up it uh, yeah. uh, in the information. I'll say also like even on the other platforms, this is not a, an especially impressive effort no. in the collection um, because this isn't the first time they've done a, an HD remaster collection for Metal Gear. And this is pretty much exactly what was in the last time. Like, it, uh, from what I've heard, I, I have not gotten my hands on the game yet, but from what I've heard, like, literally, like, the package that it comes like the digital package, so to speak, that it comes in, like the menus and stuff. That's all literally just the remaster from 10 years ago. The one that I got at a midnight release with Call of Duty. My understanding based on the scattered reports I've seen online is that even if you're playing this on like PS5 or Series X or PC, it's still like the PS2 games are only outputting a 720p image that's then being upscaled to 1080, not to 4K. I thought that part ended up being a uh, a mistranslation or something. That's that's real. Oh, I, I've seen screenshots. That's incredible. It's <laughs> like, fucking it's, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I saw at least someone say the PC version seems to not be shit. So that would be the option if you I was going to say the screenshot I saw version. was of the PC version specifically. So at least just going mods off can of what I've seen online. That. So I could be wrong, but that's what I've seen. Also, the NES Metal Gear game is 75 kilobytes. So that would barely <laughs> register on the cartridge. So there is, I did, uh, when I was just pulling up the list of 32 gig, there, there is a one gig card. So there, there is okay. a chance that Konami insanely cheaped out. I'm actually going to see on this list that I found. At least, uh, it looks like it might be on an 8 gig card, which is even funnier. Um, games that are on a 32 gig card uh, put a little bit of a not, not entirely short. So Zelda, Tears of the mm-hmm. Kingdom. Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2, which was a, a launch game, a Japanese-only release. Um, and here's a funny one. Final Fantasy X and X-2. Hmm. But Is on only, a 32-gig card? But only in Japan. 
in North America, mm-hmm. that release has one of the games on a card, and the other one is on a download code. Oh. And then, and then Witcher 3 is on a 30-year card, which the story with that is... Um, I forget exactly how money exchanged hands, but I think that Nintendo cut CD Projekt Red a deal. Yeah. So that way they could do the 32 gig card without it being prohibitively expensive because I think Nintendo wanted Witcher 3 on Switch. If if you download that, like they, it is exactly 32 gigs. Like if you download the digital version, like they they squeezed it in there as tight as they could uh, to get yeah. it to fit on there. Um, I get okay. So Final Fantasy X and X two, those were like proper remasters, right? With like new textures and stuff. They're not just the PS two game emulated. I th- I, I think yeah, I think there was an HD remaster of those that then okay. got ported to Switch. Okay, because um, I was gonna say like PS two games are like three games. Yeah. yeah, I think those asset. I think those assets are bigger. Oh, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. We have breaking news. Uh, liter- literally two minutes ago, uploaded to Nintendo of America YouTube channel, Mario Party 3 at Nintendo Switch Online. Oh my Fuck. god. Let's go! Available October 27th. Oh wait, is that before? Hey, that's the day this comes out. You heard it from us. Hell yeah, a <laughs> full year after it was announced. We still More don't have that. a year. If, if it makes you feel better, Matt, we still don't have 1080 snowboarding. Yeah, I sure don't. It's no. who did Giles Gardner defend? And the um, answer is probably a lot of people. Nintendo. In, he posted. Nintendo, yeah. He posted in development footage of Ocarina of Time. Neil. Yeah. He offended I've many also people. Seen it, I've also seen him make very snarky comments on Reddit. So yeah, no, the man, the man does not have a. I have talked to some people about Giles Goddard. He needs to work on his filter. So here's the que- here's the question for for you while we're doing this whole uh the the reason for the shitty company stuff segment. How the fuck does it take a, more than a year to upload a ROM to, to the Nintendo Switch Online service? N- Nintendo has a marketing plan, and if you do look at the Nintendo Switch Online stuff, which I'll admit I haven't looked at it since people were like. It's been 50 million years since there's been a game and like Fire Emblem came out on GBA and so two weeks before. Um, Nintendo's pretty consistent about putting up something on NSO roughly once or twice a month. And is that a bad strategy? I mean, probably, but that's their strategy is that they don't want to just be like, here's 100 games right now. They want to make each one an event. And have you seen the trailers that they put together for these N64 games? They're very they charming. are fun. They are they fun. are like very those. fun. Um, if is. that's if that's what we get, but like really, it's I mean, I think it's wild that they typically like have like like I think people even said it with the N64 games where you're like, oh, there's like the exact amount that they'll do one a month, and they didn't even do one a month. Yeah, but and it's but it's also just like for this one specifically, like why did they announce it a year ago? I mean, yeah. they announced 1080 a year ago. They wanted to, they, they, when they revealed N64 games, or no, this was the second batch, wasn't it? Yeah, this was, this, a, was, this was the second batch. This was immediately following like last year's September Direct. The second batch is probably going until the end of the year. Um, so we'll probably, we'll, we'll get 10, we'll get 1080 um, in November, December. Yeah. When this second batch was announced, like we were, people were pessimistically saying, oh, so like, it's just going to be nothing but Mario Party and Pokemon Stadium until June. And it's, <laughs> it's far later than that now. And we haven't even got the full pack. Did yeah. we, uh, both Pokemon Stadiums are out, right? Or, yep. or yes. Yeah. Yeah. The only one we're missing from that batch is 1080. It does seem like they probably had this is what we have until the end of 2023. 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Had to make so. it last. They did add something to it, right? There was something that showed up that wasn't on their initial list. Uh, could be wrong. Games. Let's see. It's not Quest 64. That's still not on there. No, I mean, it, it should be, though. One of these days. Um, Excite Bike 64, I think, was not. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's a good game. It's a great and game. St- still no Harvest Moon 64 for the West. Listen, I'm amazed that we got a Harvest Moon game on an yeah. SO. That must have been a licensing nightmare. But 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 it's also like Sony has their Harvest Moon from this era on their service. It just it just sucks that we can't have ours. I mean, give it time. It, it'll probably happen. They're just it's like, already they out to put in Japan. It, they put it at the end of their schedule. I'm just amazed they don't just go in and edit the title screen to say story of seasons and call it a day rather than because like that actually would require effort. Rights. Yeah, literally any effort. They put that amount of effort into sin and punishment. Surely they can do it. That's that's one guy in an afternoon worth of work. Wasn't was sin and punishment one where they had like a partially done localization so, or was that original? No, work? S- sin and punishment is a game that is almost entirely in English in the Japanese ROM. Uh, uh, All okay. they did was translate the menu. Uh, OK, yeah, like the, the dialogue and everything was already in English. Yeah, that was that was, that was for back console. on Wii. Not yeah. that it's decipherable yeah. still, but no, it doesn't make yeah. any more sense in English than it would if I were playing it in <laughs> no. Japanese. Uh, it no, might I mean, actually make less sense. <laughs> it makes less the sense. Sequel, the sequel, <laughs> Tell me barely. anything about Achi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what the, I, both of those games are so good. I have no idea what. Yeah, happens, they are incredible. But I love the masterpieces. Yeah. No idea what happened. We did Mischief Makers on NSO. Let's go Mischief Makers. Speaking of treasure games. So Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid is terrible. In any resolution. (laughs) 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 But yeah, I mean, that's a long way to say that's that's why it's 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 a mixture of Konami being cheap and also likely accepting that they were not going to be able to include every game on the cart. So they just said, like, let's be as lazy as possible. Was this an internal thing? Because, like, you know, when they did the Castlevania remasters, those were pretty high effort. Those GBA Castlevania games suck, but the remaster was great. Yeah, well, so you could say that, yeah. but also, like, the Castlevania Game Boy Advance games are, like, the games that people talk about when it comes to the, the Game Boy Advance's uh, dim screen. And so it's, like, like the, the, the first one was unplayable on the original Game Boy Advance and so it looks good on modern screens and yeah. then though after that they were all heavily saturated and washed out to look good on that screen and it's like so you're not going to like put in a filter to make it look good on modern screens like I mean realistically nobody's going to play past the first one true but <laughs> it's it's just a thing of like these are literally the games that people talk about for that exact problem so yeah. I just it's it it feels ridiculous to me that they didn't bother. It it feels like Konami has like a toe into this thing. Yeah. Uh, and like they'll they'll give you like on it what I, okay, I will give the Castlevania advanced collections. They had the option to play with uncompressed audio for the music, uh which is incredible. The rest of yeah. that is garbage, but that's more down to the games than the the collection. There's a there's a ceiling for how good it could be. Right. All right. I'm going to read the Nintendo press release for Mario Party 3. Okay. It is, I skimmed it. It's pretty good. I'm just going to roll with it. Nintendo news. Three cheers for Mario Party 3. Mario's minigame Bonanza arrives on October 26th to Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack. Still mad that they spelt pack the wrong way. 
by the yep. way, just, just for the record. Yep. According to legend, when friends and family gathered around a Nintendo 64 system to compete in the Mario Party 3 game, fun times were bound to follow. Well, it's time to shine a beacon in the starry sky once more. Send a message to your pals and ring up your parents, because Mario Party 3 is bringing its collections of festivities to the Nintendo 64-Nintendo Switch Online Library October 26th where it will be available to play for everyone with a Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack membership, including online. Hot off his appearance in Mario Tennis for the Nintendo 64 system, also playable with an active Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack membership, (laughs) Waluigi joins the Mario Party 3 cast of characters with his unruly spirit and a chaotic board of his own, Waluigi's Island. Filled with tricky traps and crafty contraptions, the delightful Daisy also makes her first Mario Party series appearance as a playable character, bringing her incomparable charm to the competition. And of course, what's a Mario Party game without multiplayer minigames? There's an asterisk that says additional accessories may be required for multiplayer mode sold separately. This installment's positively overflowing with more than 70 effervescent entertainments to enjoy. Effervescent. (laughs) Jump over clock hands and tick top hop. Bring your appetite and race to see who can eat some pizza first. (laughs) Eat some pizza is a good one. Eat some pizza is really good. Swing from vine to vine and vine with me. Run circles and eyesore from Super Mario 64. Laugh yourself silly as you mix and match the toad's face and picture imperfect, or try to emerge the victor atop the slick snowball summit. Sporting the first story mode in the Mario Party franchise, complete with a quest to become the top superstar in the universe, along with six game boards bursting with variety, the introduction of dual mode, a host of newly added items, and the addition of the bowtie sporting game guy, Mario Party 3 has savoir faire and good times to spare. I noticed that they brought up Super Mario 64 and didn't say it was available on the NFL. They also didn't call it uh, from the Mar- Super Mario 64 game. Yeah, yeah like, so, okay, so what, what's, the, what's the business reason that they say things like that? Like, why is it uh, the Mario Party 3 game? I have no weird. idea. Yeah, because like, no. I mean, they did that. There was the Wonder Direct where they were like the Super Mario Brothers Wonder Game. I, yeah, they, I, that, they do this for literally every single video game. And I, yep. <laughs> I will call out. Uh, when we did the Diddy Kong Racing uh, April Fool's joke, I was very proud of the fake Nintendo tweets that referred to it as the Diddy Kong Racing Remaster <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, and I didn't, nobody in the comments seemed to, to appreciate it as much as I did, but it was there. But yeah, no, that's uh, my hat's off to the copywriter. Yeah. There's a good chance the copywriter might have been uh, our old PR rep, Stan. So good Stan, job, if you're Stan. listening, shout uh, out to Slow Clan. Now, please send us games. Yeah. Remember when that happened? That was fun. Back in the trenches with you, Stan. Matt, is John going to play Mario Party 3? Well, I guess we have to, don't we? Oh, yeah. What what Mario? Oh, okay. That's that's easy. At least if we're just are we just playing it through the switch? I mean, it's got it's got effervescent and entertainment to enjoy. I don't know. Uh, I mean, we 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 were going to make you play Mario Party 6. But I mean, since this is finally getting released, we might as well do it. Although we won't have stuff unlocked, though, so that might be weird. Well, I expect I mean, it's coming out on the 27th or 26th, depending on where you look. Uh, so just the whole four days, 100 percent it before before it comes out, Matt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you would. I thought you were excited for this game. I, I thought you've been complaining about it like the entire year. So like, you know, I figured <laughs> you'd be a little yeah. more. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're so 
so upset with Nintendo for not releasing it. I yeah, especially sure. Okay, so here, put your money so where your mouth is, Matt. Here's the thing. Like, we complain constantly about how we had to use that stupid Project 64 emulator to to play these 64 games. And, and it's it's such a janky piece of shit to get working. It's still a better experience than oh, playing I Nintendo would imagine Switch online. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's probably you're going to really regret all the things you all the nasty things you said about Project 64 once you're playing this on Switch. Hey, this Project 64 got hit by the Smasterpieces curse. Nothing can hurt me anymore. (laughs) First, first major update in over a decade. All right, let's do a choose your own adventure. What world do you want to go to next? Do you want to go to the lava world about Smash Brothers tournaments or go to the the mines world than talk about watermelon game. <laughs> I mean, those are both Matt questions. Yeah. I mean, it's like I would say watermelon game is like a two minute discussion. There is nothing let's, to let's say talk, about it. Really. Let's talk about watermelon game. And then we'll talk about Super Mario, the Super Mario Brothers Wonder game. Yeah, explain okay. this to me as if I was a child, Matt. Or, or uh, what is it? Suica game. Is that the. Yeah, it's now being officially called Suica game because since it was. Uh, since it was Japanese only for so long, uh, that's just how people knew it because that's the Japanese title, Sweet, which Suica just means watermelon, I believe. So uh, it, it, when it was released on the uh, on the English eShop with ja- only Japanese text, it was uh, retitled to Watermelon Game. And then when they patched it last night <laughs> to give it English text, uh, they changed the name back to Suica Game. So ha- have you guys played 2048? No, but I played threes. Threes played is Cyberpunk game, yeah. 2077. Sorry, I mean, threes is the original version of the game. 2048. Yeah, that is that is true. That is true. Essentially drove that developer to no longer make video games after he released Tumbleseed, which was fucking mm. awesome. Um, and then no one bought it. Yeah, threes is the original. Uh, I always bring up 2048 because that's probably the one that more people will recognize. But um, the it, it's literally threes slash 2048, except instead of uh like squares that move neatly everything it's fruits that are all round objects with physics uh so the 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 idea is that you you've got all these fruits you start with cherries that then that goes to strawberries which uh go into grapes and whenever you touch two fruits of the same type together that you're you're dropping into a a play field dr mario style then they will combine into the next tier of fruit so the cherries combine into strawberries, combine into grapes, combine into uh, oranges, and it goes up from there until you, you get to the biggest one, which is a watermelon. That's the entire game. That is that is the entire game. <laughs> and how many hours have you put into this game? Uh, the So the Switch doesn't tell you how many hours you've put into a game until you've had it for two weeks. So I guess we'll find out. Um, do you think it's higher or lower than Sonic? Uh... I, I I'm considering like is it higher or lower than just the time I'm I've spent on Sonic's final boss? Tough, <laughs> tough to say. Is it have you have you played it longer than the Super Mario Brothers Wonder game? Uh probably. Which would not be I, I this would not be the case if Spider-Man 2 didn't just also come out. And since <laughs> Spider-Man 2 is a story-based game, there's a little more urgency for me to play that, so I don't get spoilers. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's it's very possible that I have played Suica game more than than Mario Wonder right now. 
Uh, and just to 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 be very straight up, I don't think it's like a very good game. I would not really recommend it, but it's extremely addicting. Like you all remember Flappy Bird? Like no one really yeah. liked Flappy Bird, but it was just really addicting. So we all played Flappy Bird and tried to get the highest we? scores. Did we? Did you not play Flappy Bird? I mean, I played I've never it a played bit. Flappy Bird. I played the superior Wii U version, Flappin's Jita. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you guys are normal and have self-control. Can't, can't say I understand that, but whatever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a choice or is it? No, I don't think it's a choice, actually. No, it's not a choice at all. It's a compulsion. <laughs> Matt, have you ever heard about sports betting? Um, I try not to. <laughs> uh, good. Don't do it. Um, I don't think you're cut out for it. Um, uh, but I do, I'm sure uh, not. We should do. We should do this parlay where if you pick these different games, they can go off. Um, or you can do the over under on yardage. Or when we get to the Super Bowl, the over under on uh, how long the national anthem is. Um, it could be fun. This is just gambling with extra steps. Like it's just a slot yeah. machine with extra steps. No, I mean, as someone who pay, I think I might be the only one of the four here who who pays that much attention to sports. Um, it is wild how once sports betting got legalized in the majority of states, how every every sports podcast, every game you watch is just like 15 gambling ads. But the funny thing is that this year, after like two or three years of it, now now there's like at least once a half hour, there's some commercial with a sports player being like, gambling's fun. But you should get help. <laughs> Gambling's great. Now stop yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you should only gamble as much as you can afford to lose. Yeah. Quick, quick, Sonic Superstars update. I've been, I've been attempting the final boss the entire time we've been recording this podcast, which is just about at a half hour now. And uh, I just, for the first time, made it to phase two. Uh, and then uh, I just want to say phase one if you do it perfectly, it's three and a half minutes long. So uh, I died on phase two and there's not a checkpoint between the two phases. In Good. retrospect, I think it's for the best that you weren't on last week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic yep. Superstars sucks. Like, uh, yeah, that's like, not yeah, what I'm, you would have uh, said if you were on last week's episode. It's I, I'm well, yeah, well, yeah, because I didn't know yet. <laughs> I, I would have defended it then. It's crazy to me that like last week I was like, oh, this game's probably like a six out of ten for me. Uh, and I'm like, but Matt's reviewing it, so it'll probably be higher. Uh, it, it's nope, getting a four not, out of ten. No, no, I, I'm, I'm genuinely heartbroken, like ac- actually legitimately really upset. At it how- starts so strong. It does. It really, I, I, I kind of think I stopped like halfway through because what, there's like 12, 12 zones and the bosses that initially, I mean, John and I talked about it last week. We were like, these are fun. They just got worse and worse and worse yeah. the longer I got into the game. And then Mario came out and I put the game down. I would, yeah. I would love to see uh, it like I, I would. This is supposed like it, this is supposed to be like a game appealing to kids, right? I would love to see a kid try the final boss of this. Um, I please mean, subject your children to the final boss of Sonic Superstars. <laughs> yeah, let, I mean, let me lay, let me lay out the 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 final stage of so- of Sonic Superstars for you right here. Uh, so it's, this is I'm just gonna spoil this. Uh, so if if you care about uh, spoilers for a four out of ten video game, then uh, just you know you might want to step away for a sec, <laughs> but. 
the the way that the final stage of Sonic Superstars works is that you have a 10 minute countdown for, through the entire thing. Uh, and so you start the stage. This is roughly a five minute long stage to get to the end. And then the final boss fight starts with however time, however much time you had remaining. And the first phase, I've never got, I've never done it faster than four minutes. I've <laughs> never done it faster than four minutes. I do not know how it is possible to do it faster than four minutes. So now you've got one minute to f- do the second phase, which I don't even know how long it's supposed to be. They don't add time after every phase? No, why would they do that? Would that be normal? The, the, uh, <laughs> those bosses aren't susceptible to damage for most of the time, right? Like, it, like the, or like most of the bosses that's, that that's I fought. That's the problem. Right, is, is that it's like, it's not like, oh, you have to hit them much. It's like, it's like they have a really long attack pattern and then they stop and wait and that's when you can hit them. But that. That's very spread out. I wanted to find information on exactly how long it takes to be able to hit the boss. So I, I looked on YouTube, Sonic Superstars final boss. And no, I sure am not on the fine, the true final boss. I'm oh, on no. the first final boss. Yeah, no, there's three different stories. I told you that. Mm hmm. So the f- uh, I, I'm skimming through this video. It is this full video is 14 minutes long. The first time he hits the boss is at 46 seconds in. Uh, this is a video titled Sonic Superstars Final Boss Guide Easy. So this, this is like as easy as it gets. The first time he hits it is 46 seconds in. Then he hits it at a minute 20. Then he hits it at a minute 45. Then he hits it at 2.17. Then he hits it at 234. <laughs> now we're in phase we're in phase two. The cutscene for phase two ends at 310. Does the timer run through the cutscenes? Of course it does. Good. Good, 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 good. God. Good. Wouldn't have it any other way. What were they on? Nothing There's good. another phase. Oh no, no, no. That's just the, <laughs> that's the true final boss later in the video. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um so to draw a comparison, and uh, I guess spoilers for Super Mario Brothers Wonder from now until the end of the episode. Um, if you don't want to be spoiled about Super Mario Brothers Wonder, uh, come back next week. Thanks for thanks for listening. Connectivity at NintendoWorldReport.com. Send us an email. Um, the bosses in Super Mario Brothers Wonder, I feel like, do some of the same things in the Sonic bosses that like annoy me in the Sonic bosses, which is there are long swaths of time where you just can't hit the boss. The difference is that I think Mario actually communicates that to you um, <laughs> by like having either Bowser Jr.'s got like a little like ring around him or he's going around in a shell. Like, you know very clearly, like, okay, I can't hit him right now. And also the timing between those, they're not that long. And I say this as someone who thinks that the bosses in Super Mario, the Super Mario Brothers Wonder game are, are fine but repetitive. Um, like I don't even, they are by far not the best part of the game. But after playing that Sonic game, it was it was like nectar from the heavens. It's night uh, and day. These bosses. Yeah. And in general, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, a very good video game. Yeah, I think the, the bosses are the weakest part of it. Um well, that I've and never search party levels. I've never the search yeah. party levels are fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's the first bosses, one is search awful. party and the uh the camera in local multiplayer, which is a a long-standing problem. Oh, uh, don't worry. We just need to I, split it screen. still beats Sonic there. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 
Well, I'm just glad there's no timer on these levels. I guess because it does drag a character along rather than just murder them. So that yeah, <laughs> that's a plus. I mean, and there's logic the, to who it follows. So, in my like, because there's there's been uh, I'll point people to um, Patrick Klepek's piece on his his Substack. Mm-hmm. I believe it's called Crossplay. Uh, but I've seen a lot of chatter about this online. Just people with kids playing this game, playing it multiplayer and being frustrated. Uh, as someone who played through the first two worlds with my five-year-old, I it was fine. I didn't run into any issues with it. There's there's two things: is that one, the way it does the crown shit allows it to stay with the camera of a single-player Mario while still being a multiplayer Mario, which I could hear an argument for either way. But one of the things that I did, I don't even think I mentioned it that much on the new Soup episode uh, a couple of weeks ago. In New Super Mario Brothers Wii and U, sometimes the stages are way too open because they have to account for having mm-hmm. all four players on the screen at one time. And I think in Wonder, like Wonder is a single player game, just rips. It's incredible. But as a multiplayer game, I think that's what they were trying to solve is that they can still have a tighter level design without having to account for four people at all times. But then you made it a multiplayer game. So what, I... what the hell, guys? Uh, and then the And then the other thing... People are mad that you can't bubble up and be, you know, invincible forever and just go around. But playing it with my kid, spoilers, my five-year-old, maybe not the best at this, only surprisingly competent. He's been been impressing me a lot. But, like, he dies a lot, but then he turns into the ghost. And if I touch him before five seconds go up, then he doesn't lose a life. And that's the part of it that, like, there is a game within a game there of if someone's pulled off screen you don't automatically lose a life. You have that that grace period. And would it be better if it's like infinitely bubbled? Like, sure, but then there's not, there's no risk then. Uh, I mean, like, I, I don't think it's a perfect answer, but I'm more satisfied with it than most people are. Well, I, Neil, you'd be, you, obviously you'd be better to speak about like what appeals to kids than I am because I don't have any kids. But from, from my memory of like being Your kid at a heart. kid, <laughs> from my memory of like when I was a kid, like I don't I, I remember like you could always tell when a, a game is like when something is being patronizing to you because you're a kid, you can always tell that it's like purposefully being easy. And I I didn't ever like that. Like uh, I, I like sure it, it'll work on like really little kids, but you're never you're never really going to be able to make a proper Mario game that is perfectly suited for really little kids. Yeah, and like that's my I, that's my thing here. My two year old, he we did actually try to play three player all together. He just died. Like he's two. I'm not expecting him to be able to jump over a pit well. Like mm. unrealistic. Yeah, and like I, like I, I don't see like what the appeal of like being invincible in the bubble forever is because like then you're not playing the video game. That's that's the thing that is like the condescending thing. Uh, where oh like you're you're pretending that you're playing with your big brother like i i don't know maybe maybe i'm fully out of touch with kids but my my issue is that i feel like all of it is sort of an invented issue of why are you trying to keep everybody on the same screen like why isn't this just a split screen game or at least a game that goes into split screen when the two characters get far like like how lego how lego games do it yeah how Lego in fairness, it? I'm sure that is a, a technical challenge, at least. It's it's not if your game is like at this point, I feel like surely 2D Mario is built 
around the idea that we're going to have multiple people playing. Um, so as long as you design for it from a technical standpoint, I I just don't see it being that heavy. Um, I've seen enough frame that's... drops that I that I don't think the game has a lot of overhead. Yeah, I haven't really encountered frame drops. They're never substantial, but like they're they they're definitely common, I would say. Like they they last half a second at most, and then you know I don't see the next another one for like 10 minutes, but I've I've seen a fair few. Huh. Okay. Yeah, because I've run some footage through frame rate testing and it's outside of the world map. I haven't really seen frame rate issues. Um the world map has some frame rate issues. Yeah, now I've noticed that. Um, but um, even then. That's I mean, if you know going in that you're going to make your game multiplayer, design it for multiplayer. Um, and this is something that that I've kind of felt about these games since the Wii one. Uh, like, I've never thought that this single screen four player stupidity was it, it was too. I, I will I will give them credit for at least in wonder you don't you don't have collision with each other outside of hopping on a Yoshi. I like that a lot, but it, it's just too messy to be fun. Um, like I, I did play this with uh, two of my nephews um, over the weekend. And yeah, it's 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 fine. If I have the crown, then it's fine because I'll go at the speed they're going. If one of them gets the crown, they're just going to sprint and the other one's going to get angry. And it's a horrible time. Like it's it's fine as long as the adult in the situation has control of the camera. Uh, but you can't guarantee that. I mean, then you just wait for them to kill themselves, and then you take the crown back yeah. from the cold, dead hands. Yeah. For what it's worth, I I appreciate that it's it's kind of made as a single player game first, and then you know they'll throw on multiplayer on top of it just because they can. Because I I kind of value it more as a single player game. Uh, because that's like, I, I don't think you can make a Mario game perfectly suited to single player without making it a very different from what Mario has always been or yeah. perfectly suited to multiplayer. And like uh, to, to that end, it's, it's cool that they have this multiplayer mode where you, you know, you can, you can play with other people and have a laugh, but I, I strongly prefer the, the tailored intentional experience to be single player. I just feel like and maybe this is just my like interpretation of it, but I feel like the game is very heavily leaning on the idea that you're playing it in multiplayer, given the fact that like you have it, you know, telling you, oh, go online, do these search party missions with other people like like it wants you to play with many people. Well, so that's the thing. I think the game is is heavily leaning on you playing single the single player connected to online with the ghost yeah. players. That's the impression that I get from it. Yeah. I feel like that's also a bad experience. Oh, I love it. Don't agree, actually. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be a bad experience going in, but I've actually ended up really liking it, I think. Oh, because... I, yeah, I, I hate it. <laughs> like, I actively <laughs> despise having that online feature on. I think I think I probably lead a little bit more neutral, um, but I'll, I, I've turned off the online. Um, I messed, messed around with it. It was like, this is neat. Um, I want to play it single player. And also... Um, I mean, like I've been I'm nearing the end in my own solo play, and I'm also playing it in two player with my son. Um, we haven't turned on the online because the account that we're playing it on doesn't have a NSO account. Yeah, I um, honestly like I, I, I feel like at its absolute worst, having the online uh, turned on is just a neutral experience. 
Um, I think because it's, sometimes like if I don't want to like if I don't want to worry about the other the other people, I'll just kind of ignore them and watch them not be as good at the game as I am. Look at you on your ivory tower. Sure, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. It's a uh, it's I a beat lot that of five visual, star mission on my second try. It's a lot of visual clutter that. I think in my experience takes away from the level design. Um, I, kind of, I kind of agree with with John there. Like it, it removes any sense of exploration and discovery uh, that the levels should have uh, because you're essentially inadvertently at some points being told, oh, you need to go over here. Uh, that much is there's true. stuff up here. Yeah, that much is true. But I also uh, part of like why 2D Mario always struggled to click with me a little bit is because I always found that like the the this, the hidden stuff that you have to explore to find i never really enjoyed finding it because it, it it always felt like you have to stumble into it by accident yeah and i don't i don't totally agree i get what you're saying i don't totally agree but i get what you're saying and i i i kind of like ha- like being able to 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 see someone else do it uh and then be like oh well how how did they how did they do that so then then i do know that there's a thing here to discover I feel yeah. the same way because it's like even if you find them floating in in the air or doing something, you don't know exactly what that's tied to. So it's almost like a clue to go and figure out where that secret is. Oh yeah, I mean, hell, in like in in those search party missions, like John, this is the footage that I was telling you about that I uploaded. Uh, like there was the this there this full the full lobby of us. Like one guy figured it out. And then was was showing the rest of us how to do it. And the experience of literally someone has solved it and is and we are intentionally working together now to all solve it together took like seven more minutes. And one guy uh, like the fourth guy just eventually just gave up and left with despite (laughs) all three of the rest of us like desperately trying to lead him to the exact spot he had to go to. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like the level working as intended up until a point search party sucks. Yeah, I, I could do without the search parties in general. I will. I mean, I think the first one is the worst. I, I they've gotten progressively better. I'll give them another shot, but my first search party took me like twenty minutes. Yep. Yeah. I I haven't. I I did the first one, and then I was like, cool. I'm never gonna do another one of those again. And just and to <laughs> the game's credit, I could just do that. I could just yeah, be like, I yeah. don't like this kind of mission, and it's not do it. I love how much like I mean I'm playing it with a five year old, so I'm not you know. I think we did one four star level and he got to a point where he's like, dad, this is very hard. And then I was like, all right, son, uh, just go in the pit. Uh, I'm going to finish this level and then we'll, we'll get the, we'll mm-hmm. get the seed. Let's go. <laughs> um, but like, I do love that. You could basically just do the crit path and play a bunch of easy levels. <laughs> like it's yeah. very, it's so smart. Now it's designed. There's a way to get the seeds that you need without, challenging yourself as much which i don't mean that in a negative way i mean that there's a variety of skill levels playing this mario game yeah and and then like if you're like me where you actually want those really hard missions the this game goes all right let's give you a taste of them right away here's yep. the special mm-hmm. world it's the hardest mario level you've ever done like well, that was great i loved not, that it, it's not the it's final not- level of 3d land I was just gonna say, I was like, that is not the hard, hardest Mario level I've ever. Done. Yeah, it's a, it, the hardest two D level. <laughs> okay. I still don't know if I'd agree with that. In, so, in fairness, I've I've uh, I've never <laughs> I've never done the post game for three D Land because I let a friend borrow it and never saw it again. 
Oh, it's no, no. you haven't played 3D Land. Uh, that, the yeah, game that's doesn't start until the credits roll. Yeah, I, that's I mean, that's a lot of Mario games. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, assu- I'm assuming you were referring to the special world, uh, the the timing based one that you can mm-hmm. get in World yeah. 2. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it, that. It, it, that is yeah, it's a very good level. Uh, that is it's not the hardest Mario level I've ever played. I feel like hardest Mario level you don't do on your second try. <laughs> Three, the last the secret level at the end of 3D Land took me days. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like I really need to play some 3D oh, Land. I, and let me be clear. I loved every minute of struggling. through. It was fantastic because that game goes from like baby easy and then the credits roll and it goes, OK, you beat the game. Here's the real game. And then you do a different version of the game that's the same length as the first one, but it's way more difficult. And then if you do perfect, like you beat every level, you do flagpole perfect on every level with both Mario and Luigi, then it's like, okay, you're insane. Here you go. Uh, And just murders you. So 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 that sounds really good. That sounds like I absolutely need to go back and play more 3D land. But also, like, it, it sucks that you have to spend so much time with a not as great version of the game well, to get to the good stuff. The I will and, say, like, and, the, the first hit, the first hit of 3D Land's terrible. But it's also yeah. short. Like, you burn through it, it is in, easy, like, an hour. It is easy hour. to burn through it. Well, like, yeah, yes, but, like, no matter how short it is, there's still, you have to play the part that sucks first. But it doesn't like, suck. No matter it doesn't how, suck. It's fantastic. It doesn't suck. It's just, it's just easy. Like, it's, it's. It's a very fun. I love experience. Easy Mario. Yeah, no, it's a super enjoyable experience. It's I just play as then... Yoshi, <laughs> <laughs> and I use a flutter jump over and over and the parachute cap. And that's that's the reason why I love Wonder is that I, I can play harder levels and be like, this is such a different persona from every time you're ever on stream. What do you mean? <laughs> like, like, this is not the Alex I know. <laughs> like, I like I like soft pillows. I love and watermelons. <laughs> and... Well, I like watermelons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, on on the Connectivity podcast, I'm a professional editor and writer and contributor at Nintendo Report. On stream, I'm a horrible genocidal maniac. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we just, two different we got sides some of good me. clips yesterday. <laughs> I did see quite a few of your clips from the other day, and they were <laughs> those were all that. <laughs> He wouldn't stop talking. You would stop participating to make a clip of me saying something awful. I I don't know. It sure sounded like it was Alex talking every time. <laughs> you I'm know, talking about who was you, making there, the clips. There wouldn't have been clips of that if yeah. Matt hadn't documented it. <laughs> I created uh, incriminating evidence. He was just gathering it. <laughs> Um, okay, so but as far as so as far as Wonder goes, uh, during the game club, one of the big things that that I was saying uh, was that uh, I I felt that the the ceiling for what how, how much I would like a two D Mario was like an eight out of ten, and in, in in thinking about that and and seeing my reactions to Wonder now, it's it's kind of like had me think about how the last gr- truly great two D Mario game was released before I was born. So by it, it, it never had the chance to be as special and groundbreaking for me as it, as it got to be for so many people. So, and, and then after that, they, like, they were all like, just okay. Yeah. And they were all trying to recapture that rather than move on to. Matt, I'm so glad that you did not call Yoshi's Island the last great 2d Mario. 
I oh I like uh, I think Yoshi's Island is quite good. I just don't think it's a Mario game. Correct. It's a Yoshi uh, game. That's, Correct. Uh, is I I've heard too many people say that, and I'm here being like that's that's barely a Mario game. What are, it's what are it's we not a, I, it's not a Mario game. It features <laughs> no. Baby Mario. It's a Yoshi. Baby, game. Yes, Baby Mario's. In the, if we're going by the, the the survey that you circulated, Matt, of the uh, what is the Mario canon? Like that's mm-hmm. a spinoff. That's a spinoff yeah. that starts a series of Yoshi games. Yeah, is Yoshi, I, Yoshi's Island DS a 2D Mario game? No, it is not. Let's let's put this to bed. Is Donkey Kong a Mario game? Yes, because you play as Mario. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I don't think that. Well, the fact I don't know if that... it can be a spinoff if the original hadn't come out yet. Then Don, <laughs> I feel like there we that go. Goes against, I, <laughs> I labeled it a mainline game. A spinoff as Donkey Kong. Mar- Super Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong Country are two independent independent spinoffs of the arcade game Donkey Kong. Right, but yeah, the arcade yeah, no, game Donkey Kong is a mainline Mario game. I will die on this hill. Okay, I also yeah, looked yeah. at the survey that Matt sent. I, I haven't <laughs> filled out the survey. I did open it. I started. This yeah, is going to take a while. Wait, can a mainline and a spinoff be mainline? A mainline and spinoff be mainline? As in like the original Donkey Kong and the spinoff Super Mario Brothers, can they both be mainline? Well, it's mainline Mario. So yes. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. can both be mainline Mario. These are it's basically from Donkey Kong, there are multiple main lines for other series. And then you would say that 3D Mario is mainline, but it's also a spin-off of 2D Mario. Uh y- yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. Is Cheers yes. mainline Frasier? <laughs> yes. Oh god. It's, it's okay. required Frasier, but <laughs> New New Frasier isn't bad, fellas. New Frasier isn't bad. I saw a commercial for that. I didn't know it, it existed. Well, I, I'm uh, learning this right the fuck now. New Super Frasier. Yeah, New Super Frasier. <laughs> new Super <laughs> Frasier Wonder. Um, I, Kelsey Grammer is just delightful in that role. Let's not talk about Kelsey Grammer, the human being. Let's just talk about him <laughs> as an actor. There are two. You can talk about him as an actor or as a Twitter account that looks out windows. Those are the two <laughs> versions of him you're allowed to talk about. John, you've been waiting years for this moment. Uh, Frasier is where I could separate art from the artist. Um, there you Frasier's go. incredible. Kelsey Grammer sucks. We found the line. <laughs> the Kelsey Grammer line. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I, I'm, I'm learning things tonight. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, with regards to Wonder. So yeah, uh, the, the last great 2D Mario game was before I was born. And after that, they were just okay. And this, so this is the first time in my life that I'm, I'm playing a foundational 2D Mario game. Yeah. And the, it, like it Yeah. It, it it is like the perfect game in some to me. Like I like I'm obviously a perfect is hyperbole. There's no such thing as a perfect game. But to me, if this ain't a 10 out of 10, I don't know what is. It's so I I and I've since gone back on this logic, but it back in 2009 when I was but a wee lad um, I reviewed Punch Out for Wii. Um, I gave it a ten out of ten because I was like, I don't think you can make a better Punch Out game than this. Um, this is also the time period where Tropic Thunder came out, and we were all like, <laughs> stereotypes are funny. Um, so yes, you could make a better Punch Out by not making it uh, that offensive. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that was my logic back in 2009 was that like I don't think you can make a better Punch Out than this, so it's a ten out of ten. I have since kind of acquiesced on that and come to the conclusion that. Um, maybe the perfect punch out game has like a ceiling of like an 8.5 or a 9 um, mm. and that's kind of how I feel with like playing Wonder 
is there like a better version of 2D Mario that I could reasonably expect to happen? And I don't like this is what I want. Very happy with it. I I'm I'm not even so for me necessarily. Uh, I I don't I, I don't think that it needs to be the best possible version because I can't see the future. <laughs> for but for yeah, me, yeah. for me, it's about like what what is what does this mean to me? Um, because like recently as alex has been playing near some people have started to question my 10 out of 10 review <laughs> and <laughs> i can't i can't tell you the specifics of why i feel this way because that would be spoilers for the game that alex hasn't gotten to but for for me that video game it there are things that it does that i've never seen any video game before or since do and those things mean so much to me so whatever whatever flaws the game has, and there are many, make no mistake, there are many. It, it, they are outweighed by the fact that this one part of it is so perfect, so unique, and like so groundbreaking to me. And that is that is why that game is a is a ten to me. So that's kind of where I'm seeing Wonder here. And Wonder, for what it's worth, has much fewer flaws than Near Automata, but uh like it, it it's doing all of these things so well and that thing i mentioned that we were talking about with the difficulty how it gives you that difficult stuff up front so that if you're a player like me you get to have the cool stuff right away while yeah. there's still the option for people that want a more casual experience to mainline it i i i think that it is like all of those things coalesce into a game where it's like it, it's it's i think this is exactly what i said on on the metroid dread episode where if i keep like it's not it's not a game without flaws there are things that if i made this game myself that uh i i would have changed about it but i don't think there's a world where this specific game is better than it is now where then we got it it it's the i it's so rare that a triple a release like this is so uncompromisingly what i want from it and I uh, that that's what matters to me, where it's not about is this the best version that Mario could ever be? It's is this the best version of this specific game? And I think that it is. Yeah, I think the the interesting thing for the perspective on on 2D Mario, I, I kind of agree with your your thing of like. This is the the first real good 2D Mario game that's come out since I've been alive. Uh, yeah, well, John, I, you're I only a year that. older than me, right? Right. I feel that. Yeah. Uh, I think the one problem we face with 2D Mario is that the bar has been so comically low for so long that <laughs> like I'm looking at this game going like, oh, man, this is fantastic. Like, yes, easily the best Mario game I've played since World. Maybe it's better than World. I don't know. Time will tell. But then I also look at it and I go, oh, but this I have a lot of issues with this game. I have a lot of complaints about this game. This game isn't anywhere near a 10 for me. This is probably an eight, five, maybe a nine if I'm generous. Uh, so it's yeah, I, I I'm not as high on it, um, but I say that while also saying like it, it's great, like it <laughs> like yeah, it's, yeah. it's super good. But like, boy, does it have some problems that. And I guess my the my issue with the problems I have with this game is that they're not problems that are unique to this game, and therefore they're problems that they had time to address. Um, 
because they're largely problems that have existed in previous Mario games. Like the multiplayer camera being garbage is a problem that we've been dealing with since New Super Mario Bros. Wii. Um, the repeating boss fights is a great feature they've brought over from 3D Land that we should stop doing that. Um, so it's <laughs> like the 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 issues that I have with it, because they're old issues, it's not like, oh, these are new issues brought about by its bold new take on Mario. Like, no, all its bold new take stuff works. It's the tried and true stuff that still doesn't that we need to stop <laughs> doing that I have issues with in this game. And so that stuff, that stuff bothers me and brings it down for me. But it's still, it's great. This is a fantastic game. I love it. Please make more than two boss fights for your entire game. <laughs> more than two, please. If if I had a nickel for every time in the past week, uh, I was talking to someone about a piece of media and we wondered if uh, the our extremely uh, positive feelings for it were just over the fact that we're so used to mediocre garbage. Right. I right. would have two nickels. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. It, I will, here, here's what I'll, here's what I'll say. Um, I do think that this is better than Castlevania Lords of Shadow Mirror Fate. So, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, like, there's praise. that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mario is a very good video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that it's easy. And it's like here, you, you can run into a Goomba and not actually take damage because they're asleep. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I I would like the option to. We, we talked about this a little bit in the new Super Mario Bros stuff, but. I do wish that I could go in and say, okay, I want to play as Yoshi, but I I want to be able to take damage. Like it's yeah, just that, that I sucks. like yellow I just like yellow Yoshi and I want to play as him, please. I want to see him turn into an elephant. Why right. can't I see Yoshi turn into an elephant? Well, I, I, I said this on the game club. Who gives a fuck about Nabbit? Right. Well, I like, do. you know, playing playing I, with I'll my real, Then my you should have been pick, on then Alex, you should have been on the Nabbit. game club then. Your kid should have been on the game. Okay, I don't care about Nabbit that much. You're right. Maybe you have a point. To be fair, he played as Nabbit for a couple levels and was like, I want to be Peach. And I was like, all right, man, let's go. Well, and that's that's (laughs) the thing is, you know, if if your kid wants to be Peach, why can't I make Peach invincible? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. That's the toggle that I wish they had. And once again, that's an old issue. That's not new and unique to this game. That's it's, an issue it's that's the problem that Nintendo keeps having, not just in Mario, but in other games, too, where it's like the difficulty needs to be narratively justified. Right. And like new funky the, mode. Yeah. Like what? the? Can't, yeah. You know, why can't I just play as funky? Normal? I don't like playing as war criminals. I would like to be able to play as Diddy Kong with Funky Kong's powers. God, I, I, I hope- actively want to play as the war criminal, but not like with without the invincibility. Without Why wasn't there a DLC for Tropical Freeze that put Funky Kong in his war criminal garb? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have this paid up. money for that. And I guess I mentioned I'd play as Diddy, so I, I guess it's you know the anti-vax version of Donkey Kong. Oh, true, Diddy is anti-vax. <laughs> Just like all the, where'd all the enemies go? Oh, they died of polio. <laughs> yeah, Diddy infected them all. Man, there's some wild lore in the Donkey Kong expanded universe. <laughs> have you seen that episode of? Of the Donkey Kong animated series, Matt. I, John, when I was a kid, we had two VHS tapes for the Donkey Kong animated series. So I have seen four episodes on loop uh, many times because I was like six years old and I've never seen a single other episode and I don't plan to. Was one of the VHS tapes called Legend of the Crystal Coconut? Yes. Same. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, the difference is that I'm a man of culture and as an adult was like, sweet, all of these are on Amazon Prime. John, uh, and ain't, then watch the entire series. I should Inga Dinga Do says the time has come. <laughs> uh, why were they musicals? I don't know, but I love it. <laughs> That's the Can, best I, I want. I want Nintendo to start start a uh, start licensing out for like C grade cartoons again. God, I would just want yeah, bring that show. C grade is too high. Bring that yeah. exact iteration of Donkey Kong back. Like no same crappy mocapped animation. <laughs> just bring it back. Season new season. That's uh, it could be it could be Hulu exclusive. That's what we do now. I had yeah. a nickel for every time a, a Nintendo World Report podcast talked about the Donkey Kong Country animated series in the past seven days. I'd have two nickels. Who, where else did it come up? <laughs> On RFN. Sweet. Yeah. So Good they, job, they, guys. Got, they got a listener mail like, do you think Doug Bowser's seen the Donkey Kong Country animated show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining him sitting down to watch it. Just being, we're well, gonna catch up on all these. Well, James's take was that absolutely because it's literally his job to know what the state of their assets are. <laughs> <laughs> is that the current state of Donkey Kong? Is the animated series? It's the most important state of Does, Donkey Kong. Has, that's has fair. Doug Bowser, has Doug Bowser smoked pot and watched a Seth Rogen movie? Because that's the current state of Donkey Kong. <laughs> has he seen an expand dong meme? <laughs> <laughs> does he have does he have the mouse pad that's just donkey kong's cheeks for you to rest your wrist on <laughs> once <laughs> once <laughs> not not a very God, effective mouse pad great. you can only use it once uh it'd be worth it that that once would be would be great very comforting soothing embracing <laughs> so there's one thing about the super mario brothers wonder game that i think is very neat it's the way that they make it more um it's the world design like just the overall like how you're in that first world and you go to the petal isles and like they make it where i feel like i'm going on more of a journey than i ever have yeah. in a 2d mario game like it's really cool how it builds out there's like after plot three, yeah after three yeah. worlds you have the option to be like oh you can do the rest of them in, in any order man whatever like, I like that in some of the the stuff in like around the center of the Petal Islands that you can see Castle Bowser in the background of the level. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought that was really cool. And yeah, a lot of those worlds have like arcs and like stories that you follow through. Yeah, like the, like the, the one where there's not really like a bad guy there. You just need to like prove yourself in those trials. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even and even I don't think. There's another. Oh, yeah. The, 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 yeah, there's another world as well that you don't have a final boss. You just need to get to the bottom of the mines. Mm -hmm. Like, is there that part of me that's like, my, where where the boss fights, guys? But also, I feel like both of those worlds pay off in a very nice way where that final level is a, a fun challenge. And when you know what the boss fight's going to be, not having to do it again is kind yeah. of OK. And like the airships with their repetitiveness, but I feel like there's enough airships that like, oh, like these are these are fun challenges. Like the fact that some of the wonder powers are pretty consistent throughout those where it's just like Bowser yeah. shooting a cannon at you. But boy, are um, they the same gimmick over yeah, and over yeah. again, leading to the same really boring. I don't even know if you would call that a boss fight. I think the last form of it that I came across in the sixth world was was neat. Um, yeah. Was but it different? I don't remember it being any different. That was the one where there, there was like the green fire across the bottom. Oh, OK, to, I suppose. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, but yeah, the but the bosses are, are not a high point. But the way the the way the worlds are, and even just the worlds being a little labyrinthian, um, you can kind of go yeah. in different directions. The desert one, you just have a big open space where it's like there's a bunch of hidden levels. You gotta find them. Um, yeah. There's like a little puzzle I, to solve on that overworld too of like yeah. finding all the switches. Yeah. Yeah. Just just real cute stuff. Um, throughout, and I. I'm kind of now that I'm getting near the end, I'm kind of bummed out because I'm like, oh, oh, I might be done with this game. But then then I'll uh, start finding more of the special world and and seek out the hardest Mario level I've ever played. What's weird is that and and this might tease something that maybe we'll do later, because I know, Neil, we've both brought it up now. Um, but. I. I kind of want to replay 3D world after I finish this game. Because it pulls yeah. so much from 3D Land and 3D World and just 3D Mario in general, but especially those two into 2D. And it makes me realize that, oh, since Mario went 3D, they just stopped making good 2D ones. Yeah, kind of. And so I it, think it's, it's it a, makes sense. They like went and got the 3D guys and were like, hey, can you come back and fix 2D Mario real quick? And so then they brought in all this stuff like Captain Toad, uh, like they put Captain Toad in and just solved the problem. Yeah, Captain Captain Toad's back. Yeah. Um. Spoilers. He needs levels, though. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I want to see some good, like puzzle. Like, give me like DK ninety four levels with Captain Toad. Yeah. Ooh, let's do it. I want to give it that. Uh, New Super but, Captain Toad. So th- there is a thing where they had Nintendo had the interview. Um, like they asked the developers stuff go up the week uh, a couple days before the game came out. The week that the game came out, and Hayashida, who is a um, EPD Tokyo producer, EPD Tokyo, formerly EAD Tokyo. Um, they made Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, Galaxy 1 and 2, 3D Land, 3D World, and Odyssey. And his he was like a producer of this. And they even talked about it in the interview about how like he was called in to just like help them with the creative process for this game. It's not like he, you know, it, like the, the the hands-on design team for this was largely 2D Mario veterans. But you just have this influx of enough of that 3D land, 3D world mix that I think it really shows this game feels more like a 3D Mario game than a 2D Mario game in spots, just with the way it uses one idea in a short level and just kind of is like, this is what it is. Here's here's the cute music stuff. Like, here's a one screen level. And all of that seems a lot more thoughtful than I feel like it's been in the past in 2D Mario. Another thing that seems very evident is the impact of Mario Maker. There are levels that I'm like, I, I'm not going to say like, oh, they took this from a person who made a Mario Maker level because these dudes made the tools to make Mario Maker. They probably knew some of what was going out into the world, but there are definitely have been levels that I've come across that I've been like, oh yeah, like I remember playing Mario Maker levels that were in this same same ballpark, of this concept. Well, yeah, it's, it's uh, one, of the, one of the things that I said on Slack, like pretty soon after I started playing the game was like a lot of these levels feel like ROM hacks in like a good way where, where it's like they're trying to like be creative in a way that I, 2D Mario has not felt in a very long time. And I felt like that was the cool thing about Mario Maker is that you saw all types of creativity, like you know, some better than others. But that is almost like the special sauce was was that level of. Like, let's let's, you know, the the doing the crouching slide into a boost jump. Um, yeah, that like was that so good. That exact moment was like, yeah. <laughs> new soup would never. I mean, new new soup wouldn't do most. Have you guys? I This is 
I, I guess this is a badge spoiler. Um, but have you guys all got the grapple hook badge? I have. I'm I have not. For so it. Holy funny. shit! It's, Holy it's crap! So, it's, it's so cool. I I got that badge and I just never got rid of it. I'm like, that's just this is it. This is what I want forever. I want every Mario game to have this now because this is different. If if I had a nickel for every time in the last seven days, I had the opportunity to say a grappling hook improves every single video game. I would have two nickels. Oh, it improves this substantially. Uh, and when you like nail something with the grappling hook, you feel like a god. Like it's fantastic. I, I still I still am using Big Hat. That's <laughs> my bad choice. <laughs> Big Hat is very good. Big Hat Big Hat is great. Big um, has got I me mean, out of some holes. Oh, yeah, they, get, they give you like the best badge in the game right up front. Like pretty, not pretty much. not the not the hypest badge for sure, but like the most useful well, one. Yeah, because the, uh, the, the grapple hook one is one that I want to mess around with more. But like Big Hat, Big Hat's just very good. Um, and also the thing with Big Hat and a lot of these uh, badges is that there was a part of me that's like, oh, we're not getting like uh, a cape or you know a squirrel suit or a raccoon suit or whatever. Mm. No, they just put it in a badge. It rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the grapple hook, and then the other one that I love is the the extra vertical jump on a wall jump, uh, where you can just go straight vertical up a single wall once before you wall jump off. Oh well, uh, the, the, thing with the the big hat does that too. Yeah, but like that's the thing is like <laughs> if you if you if you're very finicky with the big hat, you could basically just do that because yeah. with the big hat, oh, you sure. get a little bit of ups and you years have done, like, of I have, super Metroid have trained me for this moment. Yeah, I, I had done some <laughs> wild stuff. Like the best was, um, trying to explain wall jumping to my child. Right. Uh, Cause we did the, the I think the wall, the, like that, that, uh, you know, the, the extra jump on the wall jump is a pretty early badge challenge that you get. And he wanted to play it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just there being like, no, this is what you do. And he's like, what? I was like, you have to push off against the wall. Um, and then once again, I was just like, all right, go in the pit. Um, let's let's climb. Um, I need to start playing as Yoshi when I play with him. So that way he can just hop on my back. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of like one of those funny moments where you sit down and you're like, oh, wall wall jumping doesn't make any real life sense at all. Yeah, it's just uh, I've been playing video games for a very long time, so it is ingrained in me. Mm hmm. Video game literacy. You're saying that if I so train the, hard enough, I cannot wall jump. I mean, I believe in you. Okay. Yeah, you can do it. Wall jump up a. Well, you have wall. to do. Yeah, you have to jump on the wall in real life and then push off against it. <laughs> turn your momentum back around to the wall. Yeah, do a full yep. 180 degree turn and do it again, so you can yeah. just wall jump up the single wall yeah. and skip Meridia. Yeah. <laughs> Easy clap. Um. So is that uh is that it for this week's episode, fellas? Any any final thoughts on Mario? We can obviously talk about it again next week and maybe talk about Spider Man and stuff like that. No, I'll, like, I'll maybe maybe I'll have the Colossus by next week. Oh yeah, yeah I do Shadow want to talk Colossus. about Shadow the Colossus with you. Yeah. I'll, I'll be too busy playing Paper Mario next week to talk more about Mario next oh. week. Have um, we announced so any... our Paper Mario game club? Did we do that? I think I, we. I think so. Yeah. Did we do yeah, it officially? Okay. Did we did we announce what all our alternate games are? Oh, no, because I'm not settled on mine yet. OK, we can wait. I also yeah. I also gave, gave you guys kind of like the choice between two for mine. I've yeah, I've decided which of yours I'm playing. Maybe we even, just, so just so like, even if we choose the other one, you'll just talk. I'm, about I'm the still other. playing. The, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. I'm not even really thinking about it until Mario RPG is out. Yeah, shout out yeah, the yeah, Sith like, to read first, baby. Yeah, oh, yeah I should we finish that. 
Yeah, I I, uh, I started reading an MCU uh, MCU dirt book that uh, I'm now in phase four. Who boy? Yeah, see, uh, I need MCU. to I need to finish Shadow of the Sith so I can read that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I got to go back and finish Shadow of the, Shadow of the Sith. Um, I think I'm like two thirds of the way through, something like that. I am distressingly not. <laughs> that's gonna do it for this week of NWR connectivity. Uh, I'm Neil. That's John. That's Alex. That's Matt. That's the show. Email us your listener mail at connectivity at timberworldreport.com. Talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. This was made possible by our generous supporters on Patreon. Check out patreon.com slash nwr for all the details.